Welcome to the Walk Podcast of the Thompson Institute, a podcast for students and faculty on your walk across campus as a resource for your spiritual journey. I'm Aaron Badenhop. And I'm Jordan Browning. And we are your hosts and fellow Buckeyes. In episode two of our interview with Dr. Emily Castellucci, we ask her about some of her heroes on her spiritual journey, and we explore the need for personal courage and receptivity on our spiritual journeys. Listen in on part two of our interview with Dr. Emily Castellucci. Well, I wanted to ask you about some of the important people in your spiritual background and in your spiritual development. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's good for us to realize that in one way, shape, or form, we probably all have heroes. Uh, we all have people that we look to in our past that represented the good life or the ideal for us. And I'm wondering if you could talk about that in your in your spiritual journey. Who have been some of the heroes? I I've heard stories like that when people can point back to one or two individuals who are really critical in their, in their, in their story and their growth. Um, I feel like it's a, it's not exactly one person for me. Mm-hmm. Although I could, I could point at a string of people in my life that I know that I really believe that God put there for me, mm. um, that spoke into my life at the time when I needed it. Um, be it, uh, my teachers at that Christian school, Around the time that it all started clicking, that it was about relationship, not just about, you know, hellfire, right? Um, But then after I decided that I I wanted to have to pursue that relationship, um, I I went through a lot, a lot of a lot of different different struggles. Like um, I I had health concerns, like uh, I had a knot in my breast, right? And I, I lost my dad. I struggled with really intensive depression when mm. I was in high school and various other things like um, terrible anxiety when I was in graduate school. Mm. And like, one, I like to say I am really thankful to have gone through those things with God. But two, to tie it back to what you were saying, um, God puts the people that you need in your life when you need them. Mm. And like, I had a friend who we were corresponding long distance when her dad, who was in the Air Force, um, moved away. And she encouraged me, high school student to high school student, mm-hmm. um, to just hang in there when I was going through that really terrible depression. I, um, Or, for example, some struggles I went through when I was in college. There was a friend who had talked to me on the phone. He was serving in the military, and um, I was able to confess to him you know, things that I just, I just couldn't kick in my life. Mm. And there was an element of, oh my gosh, me too. And, and like mutual encouragement that I won't forget. And then, um, early in my graduate studies, there was a woman who was, um, married and healthy. That's the only word I could really say for it, but healthy in like many different ways, Mm. physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And like, she was only in my life for a time, but I felt very watered by what mm. was clearly um, God working in her life mm. to to make her blossom and also to challenge me when I was in a very dark place. And mm. um, 
And then when I was struggling terribly with counseling, I'm uh, not counseling, but anxiety in grad school, I went for counseling. Mm-hmm. And um, it was with um, a Christian woman, and mm. she was like a spiritual mother to me. And mm. we were together for many years. And um, and she spoke into my life in countless ways. Mm. Like, if it wasn't for her influence, I, I wonder if I would have ever been mentally and spiritually healthy enough to to be in a healthy romantic relationship, Mm. you know, um, with my husband. And even my husband has um, actually been quite an an influence over me spiritually, and God's really grown me through that relationship. And so I can't Mm. really actually point at one person. Sure. Um, If there was was anything, maybe it sounds cheesy to say, but it would be be God himself. Mm -hmm. Like, I... I believe that God does send His Holy Spirit on those who, who believe, hmm. um, the the very Spirit of Christ to um, give us nudges, to hmm. uh, give us a sense of peace, or hmm. to give us courage when we need it. Right, hmm. and I have felt that influence um, in the stillness and through others hmm. over the past almost twenty years. Hmm. So. That's really cool. So it sounds like what you're saying is there have been really many people along the way that you have have interpreted as in in many ways being sent by God to encourage you and Mm -hmm. kind of push you forward on the journey of following Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't want to read into what you're saying, but it, it seems also that 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 might require some receptivity on your part to their influence. Yeah. Like an awareness of what might be happening and, and, uh, a willingness to maybe go along with those nudges. Um, would you say that's, that's accurate? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you, if, if relationship is important for even understanding what Jesus is all about, I mean, it, I feel like it's logical to understand that a relationship will be crucial to the entire experience of hmm. of a Christian walk. And so, hmm. yeah. Um, but I would also say that's not always easy. It's so not easy to be open and receptive. Yeah. It's really scary sometimes hmm. to um, open up and be real about the messy stuff you're going through or the messy stuff you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, because we live in a world of social media where everybody wants to paint the pretty picture. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, what's on the other side of that camera, mm-hmm. right? Our our lives are not as beautiful as they seem on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? They're just not. Like We make choices that have effects that we'd rather nobody know about. But there is a lot of freedom an opportunity mm. for transformation if we're willing to put ourselves out there. Mm. And um, sometimes it takes time to find the right person mm-hmm. to open yourself up to. It might take, you know, s- s- I mean, a few conversations or several conversations, mm. you know, and slowly open- opening up about matters that, you know, are smaller than what you really want to talk about. But still, you can develop trust over that, mm. you know. And it takes time. But I believe that there are people out there because I've, I've gotten to know them who want to have those real transparent relationships mm. um, and believe in that transformative, the power that they can bring. Mm. Um, so goodness gracious, if I could 
say anything that would be remembered. It would it would be it's worth finding relationships where you can be completely transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, hmm. um, so reach out to people. Hmm. You know, have conversations. Be real mm-hmm. and be real back. Yeah, be proactive even. Yeah. Not just receptive, but proactive. But proactive. Yeah. I firmly believe that if you want transparency, you got to put yourself out there. Yeah. And um, I've definitely done that myself. I'm like, okay, like let's be real. I'll put my I'll put my neck out there and you can decide what to do with mm-hmm. it, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's led to some really great conversations mm. and a lot of healing and a lot mm. of hope. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. Mm. Very thankful for that transparency. That's cool. I think it's really helpful to hear that being receptive sometimes or even being proactive, that mm-hmm. it, it kind of involves um, facing fears. It mm-hmm. involves um, possibly facing pain. You know, and having airing to, out your failures. Yeah. And we're not good at failure, mm-hmm. which is really sad. I I have a sweet little boy. He's 14 months old. His name is David, and he is always falling down always he's always dropping something he's always trying something and failing and that has led to some incredible meditations about failure Hmm. (laughs) failure is a normal part of the human experience Mm -hmm. we mess up Mm -hmm. you know we have all these conversations about trying to normalize fill in the blank take mental health disorders for example we are trying to normalize this that this is a part of like existence that we struggle with these things depression anxiety uh, Mm -hmm. bipolar adhd what have you right we're trying to normalize these conversations we also need to have conversations about failure and we need Mm -hmm. to reframe the way we think about failure Mm -hmm. anyway there's way more that i could say about that but that's part Mm -hmm. of it we don't have to be a part of our failures if we can realize that there are opportunities to learn and to grow What I found interesting from this section of our interview with Dr. Castellucci is when we asked about whether or not uh, she has any heroes in the faith. And what I found interesting is that she talked about how there really wasn't one or two people that stood out to her. But I found interesting that she could sort of trace back with many different people on her spiritual journey. She could point to different people that she feels like God had used to point her in the right direction and to help her on her spiritual journey. Um, it's uh, in, in a way, I think it's cool that there wasn't just one or two people that sort of uh, paved the path for her, but that she can look back and appreciate many different people in many different ways that have helped her along the way. Um, and I wonder how true that might be for, for many of us, that maybe many of us don't have uh, one or two significant heroes in the faith, but maybe maybe we also could reflect on uh, are there ways God is, is reaching out to us and, and trying to guide us through various people that um, may even only be acquaintances for certain seasons of life. But uh, anyway, I just found that to be interesting. Yeah, uh, it makes me think and appreciate even how this theme of relationships, I think, has been woven not only within this episode, but the past one with Dr. Castellucci, even with what you were just saying, that um, the the impact that these past relationships, that she can look back and point to, like, oh, this this was significant, what this person said, how this person influenced me, whatever it might be. 
Um, but then even how she she was also emphasizing our present relationships and even um, maybe even a nudge or uh, uh, an encouragement to those listening to seek um, relational bonds, to open up with friends, to be transparent, seek a life-giving community. Um, yeah, I appreciated that it wasn't just about the past relationships that have impacted her, but how even present relationships play such an important role in our lives. Well, thanks for listening to part two of our interview with Dr. Casalucci. And don't miss the final part of our interview as we talk about the possibility of being a Christian in a way that also cares about the environment. Thanks so much for listening to The Walk of the Thompson Institute. The personal views presented by the scholars and professors on our podcast do not represent the views of their employer. For upcoming events and for more information, visit thethompsoninstitute.org, a program of CREW at Ohio State.